0: This is the Nebraska Greats, a weekly podcast as a service to the Nebraska Greats Foundation, which serves former collegiate athletes facing medical needs and financial challenges. Your tax-deductible contribution will change the life of a former college sports hero. Please give online at negreats.org. And now, here's your host, Jim Rose. Jim Henry in a Major League Baseball stadium. What are the odds? But there you are, man, the former Creighton head coach, former general manager of the Cubs, now with the Yankees. So uh, before we get into some really important stuff like the Jason Judge Memorial Golf Tournament in Omaha, uh, give me a handicap on the last month of the Major League Baseball races. What do you think?
1: Well, it's uh, it's getting a little too exciting for our, our temperature. You know, we had such a big lead and then just had a really bad month. And now, you know, like what everybody goes through, you, you can't use injuries as an excuse, but... We're a little bit nicked up and we lost a lot of left hand hitting uh, that was really important for us. And now Rizzo's on the DL and Ben Attendees on the DL and Carpenter, who was an unbelievable find, uh, you know, had 14 home runs and about 140 at bats. And he's out for the year. But, you know, we got a five game lead. It's a, a big game tonight with the Twins and then a huge series with Tampa. So by Monday, uh, we'll probably know a lot more about where we're at, you know, so. Uh, We've been playing well this week and, and won three in a row, so hopefully we'll keep it going.
0: Alright, tell me what it would be like in Yankee Stadium if Aaron Judge wasn't a member of your team.
1: Boy, I'll tell you what, he's uh, he's a not only a great, great player, he's a wonderful human being. I, I was fortunate enough to be part of the, the draft here when we took him, uh, uh, how smart we were. He was our second pick not our first uh i think it was the 32nd pick in the country a very rare lucky year that the yankees had extra picks you know for decades the yankees were losing draft picks and signing free agents and so we had the 26th 32nd 33rd pick that year and damon oppenheimer our scouting director um you know and, and a few of us all also we loved them but it was a, you know at that time it always it's it was a high risk high reward and obviously the human being part of it and the character and the makeup and the work ethic has made him what he is so he's he's an easy guy to root for i mean everybody always acts like so and so is a great guy and high character guy but he's he's the real deal and i the old cliche he's, he's a better guy than he is player he's a great great player
0: so what you're saying is you insisted on the other guy as the first pick and he's not even made it out of high a yet is that it
1: yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I fought for the other guy, but you know, we were we were rolling the dice a bit. We wanted to Judge. We just felt like um, you know he still might be there, thirty second. You know, he's six eight and 70 sixty five, seventy pound kid. Then out of Fresno State, and not a lot of history of guys six eight being great big league hitters. But you, you need two things to make that work: great athlete, which he is, and and great great work ethic, which he has.
0: As a talent scout, compare. Judge with the guy on the other side of the country that everybody believes is just a spectacular talent in Shohei Otani. Talk about the two as a, as as you look at him as a former coach, former recruiter, scout, GM. Delineate the differences between the two.
1: Well, you know, Otani is 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 just uh, it's extraordinary that a guy could be that good at that level as a pitcher and a hitter. Now, obviously. I think day at, day in day out, you know, Judge is a better hitter and obviously an outstanding outfielder and, and has more power. But when you factor in that Otani is also a high end starter, uh, it's almost hard to believe. And and um, I'm no different than anybody else when we were all evaluating Otani and and guys, you know, spending a lot of time in Japan for a year or two before he was eligible to sign. Um, you, you know, I think myself included. he'd be a much better pitcher than hitter you know and i kind of thought that's the way it would go when he got over the states because i mean nobody since ruth has done it at the level that he's done in both so he's he's proven everyone wrong he's had some difficulty staying healthy obviously and had a tommy john year but uh you know it's incredible he's done also but what judge is doing now um and we're all hoping he gets into the 60s and and you know passes roger Maris's record because um, it's it's totally clean you know you know and a lot of the 60s and 70s home run guys in the past obviously have an asterisk next to their name and, and this guy i can tell you um he's he's something special and, and it'd be so so neat if he could you know break the modern day record before the you know, the steroid era if he could hit more than 61
0: home runs. Yeah, talk about that a little more, Jim. I'm visiting with Jim Hendry, assistant to the general manager of the Yankees, best known uh, in Omaha and in Nebraska as the head coach of the Creighton Blue Jays, guided him into the College World Series, later the general manager of the Cubs. Uh, this was so huge when it happened, when, you know, you saw the, the duel between McGuire and Sosa Go after the the sacred record of, of Maris. They broke the record. McGuire broke the record, but then we found out he was juiced, and everybody was so deflated. But if if it's a clean record break, what do you think that'll do for baseball?
1: I think it'll be great, and I, and I think you know he's become you know one of the two or three faces of the game now, uh, and and certainly well deserved. I think I think it'd be great. Um, I, I think it'll it'll put a positive spin on. Uh, you know, somebody breaking a record of that magnitude that, that's you know held up for a long, long time, and 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 uh, you know he's done it in such high fashion of you know betting on himself. You know he he's a free agent at the end of the year, and we all you know hope like heck he's a Yankee for life. But it's not easy to do what he's doing under the normal circumstances that most people would be going under a different stress level, and and pretty much he's he's been carrying this now for a long time in through our skid he's the one that hits the big home runs and gets us out of it a little losing tailspin and and really set the tone for the whole first half which was we're on our way to plus 100 wins and now we're just trying to finish it off and get in
0: all right, let's visit about what's happening in Omaha. First of all, update everybody, because you're back in Omaha all the time. People will see you at various watering holes and cigar smoking lounges, and they'll go, that, look, that, that guy looks just like Jim Hendry. I thought he was this big shot front office guy with the Yankees. So update us right now, Jim, on what you're doing, what your schedule is, how how often back yeah, and forth well, you
1: go. I, um, yeah, I, I, I bought a house back in, in about three years ago in Omaha, and I have a house in Arizona for my Cub days um uh, obviously got remarried to Carrie. um we live out on the second hole out at shadow ridge i certainly don't frequent as many water holes as i used to and i never was a cigar guy so other than that
0: you're well and you should know uh, that because be, because of that the economic development <laughs> numbers have dropped precipitously in food and beverage tax but that's a side note go ahead
1: yeah there you go <laughs> uh basically i have a, a phenomenal job I, i've been with brian cashman now this is my 11th year uh with the yankees a very unique position Uh, i'm in spring training the whole time with the big league club and then for two and a half months after that i'm uh uh, involved on a national level for the higher you know first second third round guys of the draft which you have to do you know in person and at at my age the travel is getting a little uh tough on me but it's it's one of those deals you you want to be in the draft room helping make the picks you you do the work and then after the, uh, the draft's over, it's a combination of uh, evaluating our minor league guys, uh, helping with the trade deadline, uh, spending you know time with our major league club, home or on the road, and then uh, a lot of times in August, September, looking at some target free agent guys uh, for the offseason. We always target ten or twelve guys, like when we did Lemayu or. Garrett Cole and things like that uh, I I do a lot of that in the last uh, 60 days of the season also so very unique job a lot of versatility to it and a lot of uh, a lot of trust and faith that Brian Cashman puts in me
0: well you and and your wife Carrie who's a delightful lady um definitely you married way way above your playing weight man there's no question about that (laughs) um her her late husband is jason judge who played for you at creighton and was a popular teammate good guy home run hitter. uh passed away suddenly and she's created a little bit of a memorial event for her tell us about this or for him tell us about this
1: it's a it's a a really good thing uh jason passed at a terrible young age at 48 um, you know, he stayed in Omaha after his Creighton days. He was probably the smartest kid I ever had at Creighton on, on any of the teams, and certainly much smarter than the head coach. Um, uh, but but Kerry established right away um, the first year he passed a, a memorial scholarship uh, for the Creighton baseball program in Jason's name. Uh, hopefully, something that, that that will Creighton will carry on forever and her her two boys. Uh, Will know their father's legacy forever um, and basically it's a uh, it's it's a really unique concept it's a scholarship for a baseball player that's also has to be a business major or finance because uh, Jason was in the business world and, and obviously very successful in his field so uh, this will be our uh, fourth outing golf outing uh, we raised quite a bit of money um, you know between the golf outing itself uh, which will be the 19th of September at Indian Creek uh, outstanding pro out there, James Earl, that uh, uh, basically is is totally on board on this. He's a big Yankee fan, too, which helps. But we'll have, uh, you know, we've had Ron Guidry come in last year as a, as a guest. This year it's going to be the Hall of Fame uh, football executive, Bill Polian, who's been a personal friend of mine for 25 years now, and that'll bring a lot to the table. Paul Maneri, the Hall of Fame retired LSU coach and a, a tremendous lifetime friend of mine is coming in also. Uh, it's going to be a great event. We have great auction items, um, great packages for Yankee trips and things like that. And, and every dollar that's made um, goes to the Creighton uh, Athletic Department for scholarship to Jason Judge. And we're also certainly not, uh, me being a member of the Nebraska Greats and, and getting to know you, uh, this is not some little private Creighton baseball or Creighton Athletic Department event. It's uh, It's really just for the great cause uh, and, and, you know, we've invited Adrian Dow uh, to come over from UNO and, you know, and things like that. So it's, it's a collective group thing honoring a great young man that died way too young.
0: Yeah, and the Nebraska Greats Foundation, uh, Creighton University is a tremendously important part of what we do, uh, not only because of Creighton's incredible brand and, and the wonderful people associated with Creighton, but, you know, Jason was a Nebraska Great. There's no question about that. Uh, you know, he, he put in his time, was a contributor on a very, very good baseball team, a series of very good baseball teams. So uh, the Nebraska Greats Foundation is thrilled to not only support this event, but be a part of the Creighton Athletics family, Jim. and. and and your you know your ongoing support of what they do is huge because uh, a lot of creighton fans immediately connect you to the blue jays and uh, some really terrific times and some great people uh and so i think this is just this is just taking care of family
1: yeah it's, it's a it, it's a it's a great thing it's a great event something uh i'm proud to be a part of obviously uh by end, ending up you know being married to carrie it just it um, enhanced things. Uh, I have a lot of respect for her, her two boys and what they've went through uh, losing their father. And uh, also, had you know, all these years I've been gone, I never really left Creighton. My daughter went to Creighton. Uh, Bruce Rasmussen and I have been lifetime friends that, you know, tried to contribute as much as I could to Omaha and the university over the years. And, and uh, he's, Bruce used to always joke that anybody from Omaha that, that, that knew me or I knew them never paid for a ticket at Wrigley Field in, in 17 <laughs> years, which was good. Uh, yeah, so it's just, uh, I've loved the city since since the day I got there, did, you know, obviously grew up in Florida, I love Omaha, I love Creighton, and uh, we, you know, we'll be spending Uh, the rest of my life living there most of the year. So here's the deal. It's the Jason
0: Judge Memorial Tournament. As uh, Jim mentioned, it's the 19th of September at Indian Creek. So it's real super easy. If you can get three of your friends together uh, to make a foursome, we got some room for some more foursomes. If you can't do it but you just want to be a part of it, we'll accept contributions too. But we'd really love to get some folks out there to play golf for a couple of reasons. One, because Indian Creek's awesome. But also, Bill Polian is a terrific evening. He's a lot of fun. He's got great stories to tell just like Louisiana Lightning Ron Guidry did last year. So if you'd like to be a part of it, you can email us at the Nebraska Greats Foundation. Super easy to remember, Rose at negreats.org. jrose at negrates.org. and we'll pass it along to Carrie, and the organizers, and we'll get you guys loaded up on a foursome. It'll be fun. If you've never played Indian Creek, it's a great track to play on, especially like this. So grab three of your friends. Be a part of this. It's super simple. We'll answer all your questions, and uh, and certainly you'll look forward to it and, and seeing a bunch of Creighton people having a good time together, which is not unusual, not at all. And this past, and another thing, Jim, I want to visit with you about as we're talking to Jim Hendry. Um, you know, this was a rough year for you two because we lost Kamara Barti. You know, and Kamara was a part of that run for you two in the early '90s. Uh, another guy made a name for himself in baseball, was a good player, became a very good coach, and then passed away suddenly. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it's it's amazing how when things like this happen, you don't realize just how close everybody was. And in the uh, moments after Kamara passed away and his great family, uh, wonderful family in Omaha, well-known, very respected family in Omaha, how many people were connected to them in some way?
1: Yeah, unbelievable, and I I don't know if I've shared this with you. Uh, First of all, Jerry Barty, Kamara's dad and I have been friends for a long time. Jerry is gonna come to the event also. And we will certainly have uh, uh, some honoring of Kamara that day, that day too. Uh, great, great people. Uh, he, he, Jerry and Ramona are pillars of the community in Omaha for years. You know, gave to- so much of their life to help young people and uh, before themselves. And when I was a young coach, Jerry was the coach, not right before me, but the one before that, and was very good to me. I came here at 26 years old and became the head coach at 28. Um, so Jerry was really good to me gave me a lot of advice, helped me in the community, helped me uh, in a lot of ways in in town, and uh, obviously trusted uh, his son to come play for us. And the the unbelievable part of of his passing also was, uh, he and I were on the same plane together, you know, totally coincidental, um, the night before connecting in Atlanta, and Kamara was living in Atlanta, we were on the same plane, probably chatted 15, 20 minutes at the gate, and uh, you know, 30 hours later you get the call that he's gone you know he's coaching the big leagues he looks like a million bucks completely healthy uh yeah he's he he this kid didn't have there wasn't one person in on this earth that would say bad about that guy you know it's just uh god works in strange ways but it was a great great loss also and uh and uh, we want to honor him the rest of his days too so down the road we'll We'll be doing some more things for tomorrow too.
0: Well said. Jim Hendry, a great talking to you. Great catching up with you. We'll see you on the golf course. And just remember, if a ball rolls past the cart, don't pick it up.
1: Okay. I mean, One I more d- thing, Rosie, just yeah. to clear it up. It's, it starts at 11 o'clock yes. that day. And last year, we, we were done playing at in four hours and 15 minutes. And you'll be home after dinner in the ox and everything probably by 7 o'clock.
0: Yeah. And again, if you want more information, just reach out to us at the Greats Foundation. We'll send all the info on to the organizers. But it's easy to get to us at Rose at org. That's Rose at negreats.org. All right, Jimbo, take care. Stay safe in okay. New York. See you soon. This has been Nebraska Greats, a weekly podcast serving the Nebraska Greats Foundation. You can find each episode on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Please give generously to serve Nebraska's former sports heroes in need at negreats.org. And be sure to follow the N.E. Greats on Facebook and Twitter.